ABC Grandstand. His little drop kick shot away towards the boundary for runs. Hi, this is Steve Smith. You're listening to ABC Grandstand at Stumps. Well, Australia didn't score overly quickly on the opening day, but only lost four wickets after being sent in by New Zealand. Four for 257 at Grandstand at Stumps. We're going to be joined by Marnus Labashane. But first, we can go inside the New Zealand camp because Brian Waddle is alongside New Zealand bowler Neil Wagner. Neil Wagner, tough day at the office for the bowlers again. Hard work. It's a bit like Perth to some extent. Yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah, we obviously, you know, wanted to get the ball in the right ear for long periods of time. Thought that there might be some movement this morning. Um, there was a little bit for us, and I thought they played pretty well. And then obviously when the sun came out, it flattened out, and it got easier to bat as the week game went on. Uh, touched on the slow side, but, um, uh, you know, good to, to their batters. They played pretty well, and uh, our boys kept fighting, and I thought we fought really hard and uh, tried really hard, and just uh, didn't really happen for us uh, during the day. What was your overall impression of the pitch after the full day? Um, yeah, it quickened up a little bit, but not as much as we thought it would. Um, it was pretty soft. Uh, although there was a lot of grass cover, you had to bowl quite full. Um, and then if you did miss, it was easy to score. Um, so yeah, the more we sort of obviously try to get that ball in the right area, if you miss, they, they capitalise on it. Um, I thought we kept fighting, we kept uh, sticking at it and kept trying to obviously create some chances and the chances we created didn't carry or didn't go to hand, which is unfortunate but can't happen, we kept sticking to it and uh, fall down, I, I think, you know, um, uh, one more on it would have been a pretty good day but um, yeah, it's just one of those things I guess. You went through your range of skills, tried just about everything, uh, I guess that's a credit to the batsmen that they weren't prepared to give anything away either. Full credit, Steve. Um, he said he's gone out and worked on worked on something. He didn't give any chance. Kept going at it. Kept trying to uh, yeah set that trap, um, make him play that shot again. Um, and he didn't. He just sort of stuck to his guns. He knew his game plan and what he wanted to do. And we stuck at it for long periods of time. And I thought he played it pretty well. So you got to give full credit to him. Short ball uh, worked effectively for you today. Um, yeah, I mean, in some sort of way, they didn't get away on it. Um, it's still an aggressive dot and looking to take a wicket as well. And um, I thought, you know, they didn't really come out and guns blazing at it, but they had a pretty good clear plan and a clear method and they played it pretty well. And you can still try and build pressure that way too as well. Describe that arm wrestle tactically when you're bowling about when you're going to change plans and, and when you go to that short ball option, when you abandon Um Obviously when... Uh, it's not swinging as much. The ball went out of shape quite a lot, and it doesn't swing. Um, if it doesn't swing, there's no movement, you know, off the off the surface or when you pitch it up. Um, a guy like Steve Smith is just too quality of a player to to just keep bowling good lengths because he just manipulates the field. He, he hits in, uh, in pretty tough areas, um, and he scores a lot. So you try and dry him up, and then you obviously go to that plan, and uh, you execute it for long periods of time, and and then he executes his plan for long periods of time. So. Full credit to him, I think the way he played and the way he obviously skimmed the cat um, was really, you know, uh, a tough grit and uh, I thought he played really well. And your first Boxing Day experience? Pretty awesome, amazing crowd. Um, from all the New Zealanders, from all the Australians, everyone who was here, yeah, it was an amazing crowd. I thought uh, the game was played in, in really good spirits, but just the, the noise um, from Kiwi supporters when there was a wicket that went down was uh, amazing and heartwarming and then obviously uh, the same to Australian crowd when they did something while the support was there, so amazing experience. And what do you expect from this pitch in the next few days? Um, hopefully quicken up, uh, I, I think it will. I think it's going to be exactly the same as the Perth wicket, uh, just the way its characteristics at the moment, it sort of looks similar to the Perth wicket, it might crack later on with uh, the heat that's around, I don't know, you never know. Um, 
it's just, uh, I guess, controlling the controllables, doing what we do well. If we can come out in the morning, hopefully if it's quickened up a little bit, put a couple of wickets on it, we can get ourselves back in the game for that well. Neil Wagner, one for 40. Good economical day, but not the reward you wanted. Thanks for your time. Uh, best of luck for tomorrow. Thanks, boss. Appreciate that. Thanks, mate. That's Neil Wagner there with Brian Waddle and Dirk Nannis. And Dirk, uh, alongside Jeremy Carney joining me, Alistair Nicholson for Grandstand at Stump. Shortly we'll be speaking with Marnus Labuschagne, who got away beautifully again for Australia today. But a bit of an unlucky dismissal for him when he was on 63. He was bowled off the elbow. Went to leave and the ball ricocheted onto the stumps off his elbow. Jeremy, you said at the start of the day it would be a brave decision to send... The opposition in Kane Williamson made that decision and Australia sits at four for 257 at stumps. How did you see the opening day? Well, I think New Zealand held Australia. There was, you know, the first session was very important with the cloud cover and a little bit more grass and the new ball, obviously. Just the two wickets for New Zealand, they, they suppressed the run rate. Uh, and, and Australia, after the loss of a very early wicket, had to labour a bit to sort of, to keep, to keep in the game and not lose any further wickets. Um, and then from then on, when the, the skies cleared, uh, I thought that Australia were very patient and just kept the score rolling. And so at the end of the day, I think they'll feel very happy with if you put in to only lose four wickets. Trent Bolt on return. How did you see his performance today? Uh, it, it swung a little bit early for him. Got a good start. Uh, looked, I thought, just shy of a bit of a gallop. Uh, in, in his accuracy, and the, but, the, but the ball didn't move much really throughout the day for him. He tried hard. Uh, he'll be better for the run today. It wasn't a quick day, Dirk Nannis. Australia happy to, to bat time and, and not play in an overly aggressive fashion and not get sucked in by any of the short pitch bowling. Steve Smith so controlled in the way he played it today. How did you see the Australian tactics and, and the position of Australia at stumps on the first day here of the Boxing Day Test. Oh, I like their patience. Oh, I think we were critical of their, the way they handled the short ball in Perth because they knew it was coming and kept playing the shot. They didn't do that today. It didn't look like the type of pitch that allowed free-flowing batting. So I think the fact they only scored 250 in a day won't worry them at all. Four wickets down. You know, one of them was a good ball. You can always get a good ball early up in terms of Joe Burns' dismissal. The Labuschagne dismissal was a, a bit out of the box. So really there were two sort of conventional um, bat versus ball dismissals that we saw during the day. They'd be okay with that. All in all, I, I think Australia would be pretty happy with where they are. So Steve Smith is unbeaten on 77. Travis Head is 25, not out. And Marnus Labuschagne made another half century. He made 63 for Australia. In a moment, we'll be joined by Marnus Labuschagne on grandstand at Stumps. But Steve Smith looks really poised. He scored four test match centuries already at the MCG in just six test matches. And 77, not out, Jeremy Coney. Wasn't taken out of his bubble very much today, no. was he? I mean, he looked, once he settled in, he evaded the ball very early on. I'm talking about the short ball. Uh, and once he felt comfortable about taking that on, I'm not sure that the pitch... Uh, enabled someone like Wagner to really go at at Steve Smith. I thought if he if he just got it a wee bit short, it wasn't high enough at him, or it was too high, and so he could either evade it if it was up around the sort of head height, and if it wasn't, it was kind of more sort of chest rather than shoulder, and so he started to play those pull shots and started to get some runs from those. So I, 
you know, it wasn't an easy pitch to bowl, and we say it wasn't easy for batsmen to get away, but I don't think it was that easy for bowlers either. You know, a lot of edges today went didn't carry to the slips. So I would, if anything, I'd be critical of. I think the New Zealanders have to push up a little bit with their catches, even though they are uncomfortably close. Uh, to bring at least a chance that if they play a defensive shot, you're in with a chance of catching it. You have to be and say, OK, if I put it down and, and it's a bit wide of me, tough luck. Yeah, you say he wasn't really taken out of his shell or questioned in that regard. I don't think it's through lack of trying. I think New Zealand did toil pretty hard. I think this is a difficult service to actually extract anything that's going to force batsman's wicket unless there's a lapse in concentration. We don't see that out of Steve Smith. That's probably why he averages 150 on this ground. Um, so half centuries for Smith and Lavishane. Today, let's take in a little of their handiwork on the opening day of the Boxing Day Test. Southie goes in again towards Lavishane. Lavishane drives for four. Beautiful shot through mid off. It's racing away down to the rope. Smith flexes the knees as Southie is in again. Full driven by Steve Smith. Threw a straight back pass to Bowler all the way to the boundary for four. Southie is in again to Smith and he's pulling this time for four. Past the man at mid wicket. And he has played that with some authority. Santa Bowles pulled away, heaved away. Lavashane, magnificent shot. Out through the onside. It goes to the rope and beyond. Six runs. Santa, last ball of the over. Smith comes down the pitch and clubs him back over his head and over the rope for six. Lavashane 49, bolt over the wicket. Lavashane off the edge, gets it wide of second, slipping down to the boundary. Similar shot to the one he brought up his test century at the Gabba with. Here he waves his bat for a half century and Marnus Lavashane. The summer of Marnus is continuing. Gronholm bowls again to Smith, to uh, Lavashane. Bold. He's bowled. Dick Gronholm has got the wicket. Oh, it's off his elbow as he was not looking to play. His right elbow has come down onto his stumps. Salvi is in, he's driving. Can he beat uh, mid-off? He doesn't, so the throw comes in. Smith is through for the single. And there is his first 50 of the summer. So Marnus Lavishane and Steve Smith both making half centuries on the opening day of the test match here. Dirk Nannis, Marnus Lavishane, now over 600 runs he scored in five innings across the, the summer so far in matches against Pakistan and New Zealand. Um, I don't think the Australian selectors in their wildest dreams could have even hoped that he would nail down his spot to this extent. No, not to the, the success that he's had so far. It's just a remarkable selection that's paid off in spades and it's a credit to them but like I was saying on the broadcast today it's not often that you get someone so fresh into the side where you look at their technique and struggle to find a way that as a bowler you would try and bowl to to get them out he seems to have a game that's uh, fairly complete for someone who's so young in the game so it's a, it's a testament to him 550s on the bounce now uh, joins a, you know, some pretty fine company in that regard what an exciting prospect moving forward. We have the exciting prospect making his way towards us. Marnus Labuschagne is going to join us on grandstand at Stumps here at ground level at the MCG. He's got the cricket ball in his hand. He looks ready to roll a few over. Marnus, welcome to the program and thanks for your time. It's a pleasure to be here. How did you see the day? Let's start with the unfortunate dismissal because you looked set for another big score today and it's ricocheted off your elbow onto the Stumps. Talk us through it from your perspective. Yeah, look, I was quite frustrated and probably a bit animated as, as you saw um, 
Yeah, it was just frustrating to get one that sort of kicked off a length like that and, um, you know, bottomed the elbow onto the stumps, you know, especially when you thought you were sort of get you had a nice plan making them come straighter. They tried to go wide there for a, quite a long period of time and we made them change their plan, come straight, which was into our wheel, like into the wheelhouse probably of both Steve and I. Um, so, you know, to, to get one that kicked a little bit off that sort of good length area, which it did all day really, it just quickened up towards the back end there, yeah. So you did see a bit of variable, um, unexpected bounce at times today? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, well, I definitely think uh, in that over there was, I think, three that sort of kicked through. One was taken, um, Watling took it above his head, and, and then there was another one that just missed my elbow, and then that one hit my elbow. So, um, yeah, there was a few there, especially from um, uh, batting down this end. I don't know. The members' end? The members' end. Batting from the members' end, um, it looked like it was a little bit... Um, a little bit more two-paced, um, but yeah, look, it was it was a great day of cricket. Um, you know, what are we two? I can't see the score. Two, two fifty-seven um, for four. So yeah, good position. Were you surprised that they sent you into bat today? Not really. I think the conditions really dictated that. You know, overcast conditions, um, ball swinging around it, and it was tough work for the first two hours, and we were able to sort of blunt that and um, and get batting in sort of in the sort of lunch and tea sessions. You were saying that you were animated, but at lunch we saw Steve Smith and yourself pretty animated <laughs> with the umpires. Talk us through what was happening there. Oh, look, you know, we were just, there was a little bit of deliberation about, um, you know, Steve was trying to get out of the way um, and the umpires didn't think um, that he was making an effort. He was just sort of flinching for the ball. Um, and we were sort of just obviously disagreeing with that. Um, you know, Steve, I think Steve is just saying, you know, you, I'm not just letting the ball hit me. You know, there's you know, Wadey obviously did that last week, but um, you know, Steve's yeah, he was sort of trying to get out of the way, and um, obviously, you know, the rules um, you know, I'm no umpire, and it comes down to the umpire's decision as final, and um, you know, the, that rule is all about um, interpretation of, of how the umpire sees it. Obviously, that's the way he saw it, and we had to get on with it. Now, yourself, a fascinating story in terms of the purple patch of form you're in now, 550s on the bounce, but when you first came into this side, you're a bit of a left field selection at the time and talk us through the journey mentally from where you were a year ago to now being almost a certainty in the side and, and how you came to feel comfortable in your role. Um, oh look I think there's been a lot of talk about there's a few technical changes in batting that, that I'd learnt in England um, I went to England sort of after the Sri Lanka tour and after the season and 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 just you know I learnt the, the coach down there Matt Maynard was terrific um, you know, just sort of let me express myself and, and, and really talk about the game and, and just probably sped up my learning of the game, um, you know, and, and then it really gave me the confidence to go out and, and try things in games and just back myself with different plans and strategies that I had and, um, you know, and, and then obviously to follow on when I got the opportunity in the Ashes, um, I was just able, you know, when, you, when you're in form and you're batting well, it, you know, runs do feel like they come a little bit easier. So it was, um, you know, and then obviously in, rolling into the summer. But describe yourself as a player now compared to what you were 12 months ago. Describe myself. Um, like, like I said, I just have a lot more confidence in my in my thinking and my ability and trusting my game. I think prior to that, I, I was probably a little bit more blasé. I, I made a lot of errors as a, as a batter, and I feel like that's probably the thing that I've narrowed down is that my errors in my game has come down. And I felt like I was always getting myself out a lot more than the bowler was getting me out, where I feel like, at least now, um, I've minimised that a lot and I feel like um, the bowler has to get me out. Um, I'm not really fighting myself as much as I used to.
It's good to hear, um, and you're batting beautifully. You've now made over 600 runs this summer in the series for five innings against Pakistan and, and now New Zealand. I mean, do you set yourself goals at the start of a, a summer? Does that exceed them, or do you just take it in your stride? Look, I've not been a big person on goal setting just because, like I said, you know, if you set yourself a goal at the summer and you're like, you know, I want to get a couple of hundreds or a hundred and you get one the first game, then you almost subconsciously just you know, drop back a gear. Um, so, you know, like I said, there's no there's no goal. There's just, you know, runs. You just want to score as many runs. And, and for me, it's just about sticking to the process and trusting my game and, and how I want to go about it. And if I stick to that, then if the runs continue, if they don't, it's irrelevant. You talked a bit about how the pitch played today. Do you have a sense of, of how it's going to play in the, the coming days with a, a bit of heat around? Yeah, look, it, it did look like uh, from the members' end, you know, there was a little bit more inconsistent bounce, and I think when that wicket really hardens up, um, with our bowlers a little bit heavier into the wicket, um, we could get, we, you know, could get that extra bit of bounce out there. Um, but yeah, like I said, I, I'm not too sure. Um, we played a shield game here earlier in the year, and the wicket was a beauty. Um, you know, it nipped around all game. And, and it was a really nice wicket, and um, I think Queensland actually won that game towards the back end, like day five, last hour, actually with seven balls to go, and um, we took the wicket. Um, so, you know, that was a terrific game, and if, if this wicket's going to be similar, it's going to be a great game. We saw you in the first session bashing the ball down, in the, uh, bashing the pitch down. In the, were there divots? What was going on there? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not too sure if the divots were actually coming out of, because obviously there's there's quite a thatchy grass covering, I think it's about 10 mil or something like that. So, you know, obviously the, the, the nice sharp seam was actually making divots in the grass. Um, on occasion, I think it made the divots in the wickets when they were bowling short. Um, but I think I don't think divots is going to be an issue. I think it's just the, the grass divots, which, um, which should flatten out, especially when the roller comes on it. Now, have you and Steve Smith, I know you love batting together and I know you love hanging out with him and learning as much as you can. Have you two been exchanging Christmas presents at all? Uh, look, um, you know, we do, a, we do a secret Santa. Well, it's not so secret Santa. Um, yeah, and he, he got me a gift, uh, Test Match Cricket, you know, the old school, the old school game. Um, yeah, ever, to be fair, there's a lot of the boys that are giving me the message, like, when are we playing, you know, when's it happening? So I think I've given a few of the boys the bug about the, the love of... Of, of sort of games and stuff so yeah it was a nice present to get and um, hopefully we can continue in this test match. Going to be, uh, there are some competitive animals in that dressing room, the test match battles are going to be pretty fierce I'd imagine. Yeah, Tim Payne, one of the most competitive so you know if I, if I get one over him especially when uh, there's a few quiet days and we, um, we get it whip it out, uh, he's going to be very competitive. Marnus, good on you, thanks for your time. Thank you very much guys, thank you. Marnus Lavishane with us on grandstand at Stumps at the MCG after he made another half century here in the Boxing Day Test. On day one with a crowd of over 80,000 in Jeremy Coney. This almost sounded like the cake tin this morning after the New Zealand National Anthem was played. And then we had this amazing moment as well at the start of the day when New Zealand picked up the early wicket of Joe Burns in the first over. So let's see what Bolt can do with Burns. He's taken guard, he's waiting, and here's the ball that he's... Oh, bowled All over the place, a golden duck. Clean bowled. Beautifully delivered by Bolt. A swinging Yorker, Burns played all over it. New Zealand have a wicket. And there are a lot of people in the crowd who are very excited about that. And Trent Bolt is too. Another member of the primary club. And Burns out for a gozzer.
first ball, one for one. That's the best moment of the day, really, for New Zealand. I mean, that's worth what the price of coming over in the plane, frankly. <laughs> I mean, I walked here from, from Collins Street, and there were so many Kiwis that I passed or were eating a little breakfast and that sort of thing on the way, chatting with their mates, talking about the day, what might happen. First over, couldn't be better for them. Up on their feet. Chatting with, this is going to be a great day. Well, sit down again, fellas. There's a bit of work to do yet. <laughs> How does New Zealand get back into this match, if indeed New Zealand can get back into this match? Oh, wickets. It's the only way they can do that. And then, then the key part of the game, really, for them, because the batting, they only batted 65 overs in the, and 55 overs in either innings at Perth, so they're going, to have, they're going to have to sort of claim wickets in the first session tomorrow if they can and then, of course, set about the task of, of chasing the runners. Is it doable, Dirk? Is there a way back? Oh, it's certainly doable. I don't think the game is necessarily beyond them now. That always had two quick wickets. You know, there's a chance that they're bowling Australia out for 3.30. And, and there were half chances, weren't there, Dirk, lots. today? They were, they were there, you know. But let's wait and see until Australia are bold on this. We'll get a much better idea, won't we? All right, and just from the pair of you, before we cross back to Carantine, the studio, which will have the latest on the Sydney to Hobart yacht race that started at 1 o'clock Eastern today with 157 boats in the fleet for the 75th anniversary race, the Blue Water Classic, from Sydney to Hobart. Give us a rating day one of the much scrutinised talked about pitch at the MCG. Out of five, what would you say, Dirk? Where one is poor and five is very, very good. Three. Two and a half. Okay. All right, you're just giving it a pass and you're somewhere in the middle, Jeremy. We'll see how that plays out On the tomorrow. fence, you're saying on the fence? Just a fraction. All right, I'll just go two and a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> That's just being difficult. Let's go back to Carantine, the grandstand studios. It stumps day one of the Boxing Day test. Australia sent in four for 257. Smith, 77 not out. Head, 25 not out.